WVOW Local News, now. A Branchland man accused of shooting at multiple homes in the West Hamlin area of Lincoln County last year has been indicted. I'm Robert Fields. 30-year-old Jamie Lucas was arrested back in June following the alleged shootings and indicted on Monday, according to the Lincoln County Circuit Court Clerk. He is facing charges in four different cases, totaling four counts of felony wanton endangerment, two counts of misdemeanor destruction of property, and one count of shooting within 500 feet of a residence. His next court appearance is scheduled for March 4th. This is WVOW News. Medical emergencies are never expected. They just happen. And when they do, it's critical to know that the skilled emergency medicine specialists and advanced diagnostic technologies at Logan Regional Medical Center are nearby. With imaging, laboratory, and surgery services close, you have access to all the resources you need for high-quality emergency medical care. Logan Regional Medical Center. Be well. Live well. That's why we're here. For more information, visit LoganRegionalMedicalCenter.com. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. On the Tuesday edition of the show, we'll take a look back at West Virginia's basketball game at TCU. Dave Bryan from Steeler Depot will be here at 4 o'clock. We'll talk about Super Bowl collectibles at 4.30. And Anthony Lewis uh, joins me in studio at 5. Plus your calls, texts, tweets, in or out, the Capitol Report, and our question of the day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. Logan County Schools will be conducting an active threat drill for secondary schools this Friday. The drill includes Chapmanville Regional High School, Chapmanville Middle School, Logan High School, Logan Middle School, Mann High School, and Mann Middle School. The purpose of this drill is to ensure students and staff know what to do and where to go should an actual emergency ever arise. School buildings may be on lockdown during the drill, and there may be an increased presence of first responders in some areas in order to simulate a real emergency. According to a news release from Logan County Schools, this drill will provide school and district leaders valuable information that will enhance overall preparedness and help help evaluate our school's safety plans, which are currently in place. For more information about this drill, you can check Logan County Schools' website or the district's Facebook page. West Virginia Attorney General calling on the Vice President of the United States to declare President Joe Biden unable to discharge his duties of office. In a news release today from Attorney General's office, Patrick Morrissey sent a letter to Vice President Kamala Harris urging her to invoke Section 4 of the 25th Amendment to the United States Constitution. The section provides the Vice President and a majority of the President's Cabinet or Congress to declare the President unable to execute his duties of office. Morrissey's letter follows a recent report from Special Counsel Robert Hur that raised concerns about Biden's mental health and physical condition. The report found that charges were not warranted against the president for his mishandling of classified documents from when Biden served as vice president and earlier on as senator. The report said Biden could portray himself as a well-meaning elderly man with poor memory. Attorney General Morrissey cited several instances of Biden's missteps in the letter, including falling asleep during a United Nations climate convention. You can't have it both ways. If you're cognitively impaired, and you can't be charged with a crime, how on earth are you able to also serve as president of the United States? I think my letter to the vice president is very clear. It's time for the cabinet to act and make sure that this issue gets resolved quickly. 
Hospitals in West Virginia face drastic raises in cost while dealing with a critical staffing shortage. Since the COVID pandemic swept across the United States, healthcare facilities have dealt with consistent shortage of staff with over 200,000 nursing positions open nationwide. Last week on Metro News Talk Line, West Virginia Hospital Association President and CEO Jim Kaufman said that nursing positions aren't the only vacancies here in the Mountain State. While we talk about the nursing shortage, it's really across the board. It's EMS, it's medical labs, it's really across the board. And we need to find ways to not only attract and produce more of these health professionals, we need to keep them here in the state. A key factor in the current shortage, according to Kaufman, is low salaries for medical professionals. Data gathered last year by Becker's Hospital Review ranked West Virginia 44th in the nation regarding registered nurse salaries. Pay rates in West Virginia fall behind neighboring states by between 10 and 20 percent, according to Kaufman. Low wages are confounded in the state by ever-increasing costs for medical equipment. The current price to replace a hospital bed is $7,500, according to Kaufman, and a new MRI machine can run up to $2 million. Moreover, prescription drug costs in the U.S. run significantly higher than in other countries. Last week, CEOs of Johnson & Johnson, Merck, and Bristol Myers Squibbs appeared before the U.S. Senate Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee. According to committee members, Johnson & Johnson charges Americans nearly five times more than patients in the UK for certain arthritis medications. Meanwhile, the diabetes medication Genuvia can be purchased for $900 in Canada and $200 in France, but that cost spikes to just under $7,000 in the US. CEOs of those companies defended high costs, citing research and development as well as paying billions of dollars in dividends to stockholders. According to peoplesvaccine.org, the top 20 pharmaceutical companies in the United States spent $377 billion last year on dividends, share buybacks, and executive compensation, amounting to nearly 90% of what is spent on research and development. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com and on your smart device with the WVOW mobile app. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. We are looking for this temperature to just basically melt anything. That might be out there snowy-wise, and uh, we'll look for about 40 to 45, so that's going to melt things. However, if it's wet, if the road's wet, could freeze. We're down to 30 overnight. Wednesday, we're going to go with sunshine. We're going to look for about 48. Great day. Thursday, 50s. Then a chance of some rain that kicks in a little bit later in the day. It's not a huge downpour. Friday night into Saturday, a little snow possible. We have our eyes on that. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. Hi, Toppy Kirchable from Tuckline on Metro News. We invite you to join us weekdays, 10.06 till noon, to keep up on what's happening in West Virginia. And remember, on Wednesdays and Thursdays, we broadcast live from the AARP broadcast location in the upper rotunda of the state capitol. It's where you find out what's happening in West Virginia. Talk line weekdays at 10.06 on this Metro News radio station.